This is our third Sikha. The first Sikha talked about how the beginning of Avraham Avinu is his intelligence, is his mind, but that you go from the mind to higher than the mind. The second Sikha discusses the difference between the Judaism of the Aves and the Judaism of the children. What was the difference between our patriarchs and matriarchs and ourselves? The answer is, our Judaism, their Judaism was personal. They had a relationship with God defined entirely by themselves. And because it was so personal, it was so intimate. They were connected to Hashem to their own limited degree, and therefore the connection was very real. They could feel the Abishtim. We're connecting to the truth. And when you're connecting to the truth, you cannot feel it. So our religion and their religion are very different. Their religion was all about the spiritual connectedness. Our religion is all about the submission, the bitl takadosh baruch And as such, the sikha wonders why we learn about the obvious if we have a very different life experience. And the answer is, although we have a very, very different life experience, we have something in common. What is that? That every Jew born today must practice Tate and Mitzvahs as was given at Sinai, but learn from the others how to have a personal relationship with Hashem as well. It's not like because we practice Tate and Mitzvahs, you don't need a personal relationship. We have to learn from the others what it means to climb the ladder from the bottom to the top, while at the same time living on the top of the mountain, as I explained to you last week. So last week's theme was how their Yiddishkeit was so different than ours. Their Yiddishkeit was very personal. Our Yiddishkeit is very ideal. Nevertheless, in our Torah, their Yiddishkeit is recorded to teach us the need for an addition to being Jewish based on the instructions that God gave us to go through the steps they went through to also have a personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch. And ultimately, the Sikha says that when you combine both, you have the best combination. When you combine the personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch with an ideal Kamdash Baruch the ideal relationship can ultimately become a personal one. This is a very brief summary of last week's class. Here we move on to another point. Okay, so I'm going to repeat what I just said, okay? Lesson one, God's Judaism began intellectually. Lesson two, I'll say that again. Lesson one, Abraham's Judaism began intellectually. Lesson two, Abraham's Judaism was very personal. Now goes lesson three. Lesson 3 can be titled, Abraham was the first Jew. In other words, in a way, what we're going to learn today is exactly the opposite of what we learned last week. Last week we underscored how different the others were from us. This week we underscored how Avraham Avani is already the beginning of a relationship with Hashem which is not personal, not based on me, but based on ideal, based on truth. And we begin with that Ramban. Now the way these classes work, girls, is I read what I underlined. Which means that if you'll follow with me, you won't get lost. Right. That's right. That's the whole word. And the complication, there's a lot of details, but you're not going to get this all in one week. We're going to build this up. Next week, we're going to have another class, which is going to add another dimension, the Brismila. And you have to see Abraham Avinu's life as, on the one hand, joining together different aspects, but also growth. He changed Abraham. In the beginning, it was only a personal relationship. Then he was the first Jew on one level. Then he got a British minimum, uh, the first Jew on the second level. And ultimately, he had Nakedas Yitzchak, which is the ultimate Jew, the Jew of all Jews. As you'll see in Mitzvah Hashem as the classes unfold. So we read that Amban. 
If you put your finger on the place where I'm reading from the text, you shouldn't get lost. The Chumash does not tell us the whole story. Why is it? Out of the blue, Hashem says to Avraham Avinu, Leave your land. And I'll do for you a good. The kind of goodness that the world never saw before. Without telling us at all, that God, Avraham Avinu was a servant of God, a tzaddik tamim, or a righteous and a whole person, and so forth. The story of Avraham Avinu starts in the middle. Read about a man named Terah, who had three sons, Avraham, Nochen, and Haran. Haran dies, Avraham marries Yiska, Haran marries Milka, and, uh, and then they move away from Orkazdim, and they go to a place called Haran, and Terah dies in Haran. Then it says, Hashem tells Abraham Avinu, move away from Choron and go to Eretz Yisrael. Now who, what, where, when, how? Who's this man? Why is the Tater engaging in Abraham Avinu? He's never identified. It just simply says Abraham was born, he got married, he traveled, and God says, travel further. Who is this person? Now we know who this person is. He was a person that from childhood looked for God, found God, fought the whole world on the God issue. But the Tater doesn't say a word of it. The story of Ramavinu begins in earnest at the age of 75. How come the first 75 years of Ram's life are represented by the fact that he was born, got married, and moved? Nothing about his religion. I'm reading the next underline. Anshi The people of Orkazdim did many bad things to Ramavinu because of belief in God. He escaped from Orkazdim. On his way to Canaan, he got stuck in Choron. Girls, you know about the Fertile Crescent, right? The Fertile Crescent is an upside down U. Basically, Orkazdim is here, Israel is here, Choron is around here. You couldn't walk straight across because it was desert. You had to take a route, it was rivers, right? Here was the Mediterranean. Here you had the Euphrates and the Tigris. And here you had the Yandere, the Jordan. So the ancient world took this route, and of course it goes down into Egypt, all along the river Denial. So Avraham left Urkazdin to go here, and it got stuck here, and Hashem says, keep moving. That's the story. Amalei, so God tells him, laves gam elu, to abandon Choron as well. Velases kasher chosham matchila, to do what he was originally thinking. They should serve HaKadosh Baruch and to call humanity L'Shem Hashem the name of God Almighty in the land which is chosen that means Eretz Yisrael and there in Israel His name will be made greater and the Goyim are going to bless Him and bless themselves in Him and so forth and so on so the Torah is telling us a story about Abraham Avinu but gives us no background doesn't tell us who he was what he had done why he was special why God chose him? Nothing. It just says go. Says the Ramban, top of the second column, the Tater refuses to elaborate If the Tater would tell us about the early life of Ramavinu, the Tater would have to tell us about Ramavinu's debates. The debates would involve pagan worships and all kinds of ancient superstitions. So the Tater says that Ramban skips it all. It doesn't tell you about his debates, because it doesn't want to tell you about what the nature of the debates was. 
to elaborate on the idea that separate him from the people of Kastim. Kastim is also called Bavel. Be'emunah in faith. Kasher Kotzra be'inyan de'ed enishes farasam ba'vediglum shechitshu. Just like the Torah does not spell out the original creators or inspirers of idol worship, which was the generation of Enish. It simply says, Az huchal. So here as well, the Torah skips the early life of Ramavino because it doesn't want to go into the debate, doesn't want to discuss it. This is the Ramban's opinion. The Ramban has a question. How come the story of Avraham Avinu's life begins when he's 75? The struggles of his life didn't begin when he's 75. You can make the case the hardest part of his life was when he was younger. They threw him into a furnace, they tried to kill him, they humiliated him. They had to run away. None of that's in the Chumash. When he's 75 years old, Hashem says, Lech Lecha, why is his early life not recorded? So the Ramban's reason is, because we don't want to go into the debate, so we skip it all. But the Rebbe's not going to like this Ramban. Yes, ma'am? Yeah, but at least you have to introduce him. You have to say who he was so we can begin discussing his life at 75. You can't just say he was born. I feel Fine, I agree with that. But you have to also explain specifically why this part of the history is not a part of the narrative. Because you could say that to understand Avraham Avinu, which is really to understand ourselves, you need to know about his early struggles. That's right. Well, the Ramban has a different opinion about that. A, the Ramban holds that the miracle of the furnace was not such a big miracle like we make it. He holds it was a more concealed miracle. The Ramban has a philosophy that says that the Teda does not tell us about miracles unless they're completely higher than nature. What he calls Nisim Niglim, revealed miracles, as opposed to Nisim Mistarim, concealed miracles. And the Ramban disagrees with the Medrashim that hold that he was thrown into a furnace but that the miracle was a much smaller miracle. So small a miracle, in fact, that if you wanted to deny it, you could deny it. And that's why it's not brought in the Chumash. That's what the Ramban writes in South Pashas Neach. Okay. Says the Rebbe, I'm reading the next underline, Favos, the monthly detailed B'Kitzar Al-Kopan. The question remains according to the Rebbe, at least say one line. Say, Shahaya Avraham Eved Alakim, that Hashem, Avraham served God, Oitzadak Tamor, he was righteous and whole. And that's it. You don't want to tell us what he did? You don't want to discuss his debates? Fine, don't. But at least say he was a good man. Saying nothing it seems so deficient, so not enough. Say something. Say he was a good man. How come the Ted doesn't say a word about Avraham Avinu's early life? It's a brilliant question. It's a question of the Ramban, that the Ramban answers, and the Rebbe says, I don't like the Ramban's Ted. There's got to be another reason. Turn the page. And the Rebbe gives us not a historical answer, but a Torah answer, a spiritual answer. The question is a good one. It is a very good question. Why not begin the life of Ram Avinu? Why not begin the narrative of Ram Avinu's life at a much earlier age? And the answer is because if the Torah began the life of Ram Avinu at an earlier age, it would not be talking about Ram Avinu. Why? Because Avram is the first Jew. He's not the first Noahite. In the language of last week's class, he's not the first Job to perfect his Jobism. Not the first Eev to be the perfect Eev. He was the first Jew. He wasn't born the first Jew. He was born the first Job, or the second Job, or the third Job, we'll never know. But he graduated from being Eev to being Avraham. And as far as the Torah is concerned, everything he did before becoming Avraham is irrelevant. 
his righteousness as a Gentile is not part of his story. Because as the Torah tells of Abraham Avinu's story, it's not telling us a story of history, it's telling us a model of human being. And the model of human being in the case of Abraham begins when he becomes the first Jew, which is at the age of 75. Let's read it inside. The Aschol of Anam Yisrael, I'm on page 48, right column, second underline. The Aschol of Anam Yisrael, the birth of the Jewish nation, is Fun of Avinu begins with Abraham. But Ed is given that Er Shteriit, he's considered the first Jew, as the Apostle says, Echot Avram. Avram was one. Now this gets very complicated. What does it mean he was the first Jew? And the answer basically is Avram was the first man to have a Jewish nishama. But his body wasn't Jewish. The first Jewish body from the Jews who left Egypt. He was Jewish in nishama, not in Guf. The Bechid in Guf was at Matantera. Um Avram in Gufa. And when you discuss Avram specifically, what separated him from the rest of the people of his land, of his birthplace, and in his father's home, doesn't begin until for the first 75 years of Avraham's life, he was a righteous Gentile. That's not the Avraham the Torah is teaching us about. From the age of 75, he became the first Jew. That's the Avraham the Torah which he teaches us about. Okay, next paragraph. Undermit, and through this fact, was the Torah on them sipur. The Torah begins the narrative, the story. Vegan dem yichot from Avram Avinu about what was special about Avram Avinu when he's seventy-five years old. With the words vayeber the shem al Avram begaymen. Second column, please. Next on the line is the Torah madgish. The Torah is emphasizing der muhus from Avram Avinu, the essence of Avram Avinu, not what Avram Avinu did. But what Avraham Avinu was. Avraham Avinu lived 175 years. 75 years of those years he lived as a righteous guy, as an Eve. That's irrelevant. Because that's not who he was, it's part of what he did. The Torah begins the narrative at the age of 75 because Avraham represents Jewish people. He was the first Jew. That starts when he's 75. Next paragraph, please. That means page 48, second column, last paragraph. By Allah and the Umis, when it comes to all of the nations, is They also have a possibility and a reality of a great connection to Hakadosh Baruch But their connection to Hashem is fabundin about their understanding and their accepting of the Abishas, limited to them. them through their understanding and connecting to Hashem. They connect to Hashem, so they fulfill his seven mitzvahs. By Yisrael, when it comes to the Jewish people, the primary aspect of the Jewish people, the Tachinist Hakadosh Baruch and their form as Jews, scoot down to the bottom of page forty-eight in them and the fact was not that they chose God. Any Gentile can choose God. Any Job, any Eiv chooses God. But that God chose them. Singled them out. Like it says in the Haggadah. God Almighty brought us close to His service. So what makes a Jew special is not that he's connected to God, but that God is connected to him. Page 49 at the top. Since 
a human being that's Jewish is not connecting to Hashem with his own efforts and own strength because Hashem has chosen him is moving it's understood as the Bnei Yisrael the Jewish people not just a different category of creation that became closer to Hashem and more people Nurses in Gansan and Adam, who is a whole other category. A human being is not just a higher level of a person. A Jew is not just a higher level of a person. A which is a whole other creation altogether. What's the difference? Next underline. All creation. They are and they remain a Matthias Niva creation. The Jewish people. Are in their essence. An idea of godliness. In the creation itself. In other words, that in a Jew, it isn't only the good that he does and the connection to Hashem that he has, but the choice of Hashem in him that makes him more than human, that makes him godly. Continues the Rebbe, I'm on page 49, the third underline. Similarly, is the difference the commandments that Hashem gave Goyim. When the mitzvahs v'achah yidin zayin ongevagavar the mitzvahs that Hashem gave yidin. This is not not a chilek in kamo. It's not just that we, they have only seven mitzvahs. We have 613 mitzvahs. Nor is a chilek in eichos of hus. It's a big difference in the quality of the mitzvahs. They have seven mitzvahs. We have 613 mitzvahs. But it's not just that we have more and they have less. It's a whole other thing. What's the difference? And the Rebbe continues. The last paragraph, right column, page 49. The mitzvahs b'nei noyach. The mitzvahs of b'nei noyach. Of noyach's children. And again, the prototype for that is Eve, Job. Is toichnon be'ikir, it consists at its core in the Yishuv It's about civilization. It's about civility. It's about being good. Der zichach adam, the refinement of man. In other words, as der min ha-medobez ozayin kideboi, that the humankind, the human race, the human species, should be as it's supposed to be. The welt kideboi, the world is as it's supposed to be. On the oisgeteltkeit and the uniqueness, on shleimus von welt and wholeness, perfection, and peacefulness of the world, on minhamadavid and specifically of humanity, vert is achieved dem was through the fact that the human family, which are called the children of Nayach, zainin mekayim zeir mitzvus fulfill their mitzvus completely. The task that God Almighty gave humanity is to prioritize the best of what it means to be human and to put in the correct place what is less than the best of what it means to be human. Kindness, forgiveness, um, honesty, sharing, compromising. These attributes which are uniquely human have to be, they're the religion. They have to become us to make the world a civil place. And the Rebbe therefore says, top of the second column, page 49, If you think about it, says the Rebbe, all of these mitzvahs are in They're the kinds of things that a person could fulfill simply by using his intellect. If you're a human being and you're intelligent, you come to these conclusions. In footnote 32, the Rebbe brings a very, very famous idea that the Rambam says, what happens if a goy keeps the seven laws of Nayach, all seven, which includes belief in God. But he doesn't do them because God said so. 
He does them because they make sense to him. It makes sense to him. So there's one version in Rambam that says, You can't call him a righteous Gentile. But you can call him a wise Gentile. There's another version that says, He's not considered a righteous Gentile. Nor a wise Gentile. The whole difference is one letter. You change the Aleph into the Vav, and the Vav into the Yav, the meaning becomes opposite. So this is, the controversy is not for now. The point is, being a good Goy, arguably can come from the human mind alone. As opposed to the mitzvahs God gave us, is in Yone, the idea of these mitzvahs. It's not so much about becoming more refined as a person than part of the world. It's a bond between man and God. With the creation. In other words, the mitzvahs we have are not about being a good person but about connecting to God. Everybody understands that becoming a good person is a prerequisite. Right? You have to keep Shavah Mitzvah to keep what we call Rus. You know what the Rus is? Rus is the prototype of a convert, right? Rus is 606. Because there's seven Mitzvahs of Neach and 606 more. In order to be Rus, you have to first be Eev. True. But Rus is not only more of Eev. It's a totally different idea. One is about being a good person and civilizing the world, and the other is about being a godly person. That's the difference between the Shava Mitzvah and our Mitzvahs. Okay? Next paragraph, bottom of page 49. And when the Torah talks about Avraham Avinu, the Torah emphasizes this. That gleich by the marriage in Yidden, we talk about the very first Jew, Avraham Avinu, as ein oisketel kait aus Yid, when we single him out as a Jew, und sein Meilam, what makes him special as such, Hoibtich on begins in the Torah, in the Torah, turn to page 50, please. Again, the underline. Nicht mit seine gewaldige Meilis, not with his incredible attributes, in sein Kirav Lalakus, in coming closer to God, to his own efforts and personal work. Not the life and time of Ramavinu, as difficult as his first 75 years were, the tighter record of his life begins when he's 75. Why? Why? Begins with the commandment, you're a Jew, do a mitzvah. What does that mean? Don't be a good person, do what God says. The fact that God Almighty makes him different. His special connection to Hashem is achieved through the fact that God Almighty commanded them commandment. In other words, you're a Jew. Not because you make the world a good place, but because you connect to God. And you connect to God by doing His mitzvahs. The story of Ram begins at 75 because as the first Jew, his narrative is about not making the world a good place, although he contributed to that incredibly. But about connection to Baruch that's why the first seventy-five years of his life is not recorded, not even in short. Because as far as the Tate is concerned, it's not his life. He did it, but it wasn't his life. His life is the first Jew. What's a Jew lech lecha? God gives a command. God says, "Jump." You say, "How high?" And the Rebbe goes on to say that just like in the first Jew, now girls, let's tie last week and this week together. Yes. Step one is Avraham Avinu as the push of the intellectual. Step two is Avraham Avinu who develops a connection to Hashem that's personal, his own efforts. 
Step three is that beyond Avram the intellectual, beyond Avram's connection to Hashem, which is personal, there is the idea that he was a Jew. God gave him a mitzvah and he fulfilled it. What was the mitzvah? Lech lecha. What does that mean? Doing an act, not to be a good person, but to connect the God Almighty and bring God Almighty into the world. And the Rebbe goes on to say in the second half of the Sikha, the lesson is for us. And in short, the Rebbe says, it's important for us to know that from the very beginning of our Jewishness, we should understand that our Jewishness is not about being a good person only, but about being connected to Hashem. Not chas v'shom, that being a good person doesn't matter. But it's not what defines us. We're defined for the first moment as Jews. What are Jews? Not only people who are good, but people who are godly. Look at the bottom of page 51. I, I apologize for not having more time, but at least I'll read one paragraph. Bishas Ayid, one a Jew, a shame mitzvah, who keeps Tayyid and mitzvahs. Hot Ayyidia, niggle the Tayyid on a female state, knows much Tayyid. Unhata Akkad and Bediel, he knows a lot about God. Bis to Avavayid, he loves and fears God. Seven lines from the bottom of page 51. Dar Ferevisni still must know. As that, Reishis Havaydavi Ikrivashasha. The very beginning of his identity as a Jew is to the head and to have a sense. As Ergate Mekayim Zayn Hashem, that when he does something, he's not making the world a better place per se. He's doing the commandment, which means the connection to God. As we say when we perform any mitzvah, you sanctified us, which means you made us different than everybody else. Through your commandments, when you connected us to him and you to us. In what way must a Jew appreciate this higher dimension? That being Jewish is not about being a good person only, but about being a Kitakadish Baruchu on such a level as Ilun If the whole Judaism consisted of one mitzvah, and that mitzvah was to chop wood, both eras, Gitan Nefesh. So you would chop wood with Mesidas Nefesh. Why? Because you recognize that these mitzvahs are not about the logic and the morality of these mitzvahs but about the connection of these mitzvahs. Top of page 52. Their head and dick appreciating that his connection to Hashem, meaning a Jew's connection to Hashem, consists now of doing a mitzvah actually. Now, the sikh is obviously long. Even what I underlined, I didn't read fully because I came late, so we stole from the sikh class to the tefillah class. So we're going to stop here. The whole class is 25 minutes. But you got the picture of the sikh. There's the third dimension. There's the intellectual dimension. There is the personal dimension. And there's the connection to God dimension. Lech Lecha is the connection to God dimension. Next week, with the help and grace of God, we go on to the fourth dimension, which is Bris Mila, circumcision.